Hi, I'm Drew Bullington. And I'm Crystal Pridmore. Welcome to the podcast for the American Center for Elemental Music and Movement. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the podcast for the American Center for Elemental Music and Movement. We're so glad that you've decided to put us in your ears today. Um, I'm Crystal Pridmore. I'm the vice president of the organization, and I am here with my good friend, Drew Bullington, who's the president. Hello, everyone. It's great to be here. Hi, Drew. (laughs) <laughs> There's a little bit of a delay because we're on Zoom, um, but we are really excited to be giving this podcasting thing a try with ASIM so that we can get more information to more amazing people who are out there in the world doing great things uh, in your classrooms. So um, for this first episode, we just wanted to answer that question of what is ASIM, because that's the first thing people ask me when they see the banner or they come up to the booth at conference or they see us wearing um, one of our ASM uh, logos or, uh, you know, the, it's it's a long name. <laughs> and the truth is that we do a lot. And so I wanted to just unpack that and let you know why we're here and what we want to do to help, because that's the core of what we do is we want to help empower more people. So um, should I read the vision statement? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll start with that. Well, I want to also, I think it's important that we just put out there that we just spent the the recovering time after the pandemic coming away from that with intentions that are based on getting our minds wrapped around a new vision and a new mission statement that still holds true to the origin, but gives a little more clarity and a little bit more authenticity about who we are as people. So I'm excited for, for Chris to be able to share this. This is what we're rolling out right now as we form our new version of ourselves post-pandemic. That's right. Yeah, post-pandemic. And ASIM's been around for a long time. So uh, what was the original founding date of ASIM? 2012. Okay, so there you go. We're coming up on our 10th anniversary this summer. Um, So here's our new vision statement. So the American Center for Elemental Music and Movement envisions a global society where all have access to the transformative possibilities of elemental music and movement. And then our mission statement reads, um, the American Center for Elemental Music and Movement will connect, support, and amplify the power of elemental music and movement by providing resources and opportunities to educators, organizations, and communities. So there's a lot in there. Uh, And we want to just start by going through the opportunities that currently exist to support you and then really focus in on one of our core values, which is empower. Uh, And we'll be going over our core values over the next few weeks so that we can get to know you and you can get to know us a little bit more. Yeah, so I'd love to talk about what are what exactly is ASIM doing? Mm -hmm. What what are the projects that we have in play in the moment? And, and what has been in play for, for 12 years. And the one that's been the longest standing uh, hallmark of the American Center for Elemental Music and Movement is <laughs> the Beacon Scholarship. At, at its foundation, the organization sought to find and provide avenues for individuals who wanted to more deeply study and become immersed in the pedagogy that is presented in the elemental music and movement ideal. And uh, so the founders came together and started fundraising for the Beacon Scholarships. And traditionally there are 1,000 to 1,500. Sometimes we've given two a year, sometimes we've given one. And they've been for individuals to do things like travel internationally to courses that allow um, study with culture bearers in their own countries as 
for instance, when there was a course in Ghana on elemental music and movement, drumming and dance, these people who uh, want, who took the scholarship went there and studied and came back, went back into their communities and shared what they learned from a very authentic source. That is, I think, what the founders and what we as an organization hold as the ideal opportunity. Someone that has a burning desire to do something really connected to elemental music and movement and then come back and enrich the, the lives of the people around them in their community. So over the course of 12 years, uh, or not 12 years, over the course of time since 2012, we've seen a number of different projects that have been funded from research projects to uh, being an intern in um, in an offshore school with offshore mentors to um, traveling to Finland to the World Village to Yasasoy's World Village so many different opportunities have had have been offered through the Beacon Scholarship and I think it's important to note that it's the longest standing uh, opportunities that we one of the longest standing opportunities we have to offer mm -hmm. so that's a big part of empowering the individual so um yeah and all yeah. of the things that we offer um have to do with light so it starts with the beacon um and then what what else did you want to to say so if you've got a if you have an opportunity that is on your radar to go out there and enrich you as a um a a bringer of elemental music and movement to your community, whether that's in a school or a community center or another non-traditional, um, you know, means of bringing elemental music and movement out. Um, we would love to help lift the cost barrier for you to go and do that amazing thing and bring that to the people that matter to you. Absolutely. Yeah. I love the idea of lifting the cost barrier mm -hmm. and providing that avenue and the, all of the projects and opportunities that ASIM is creating sort of have this light theme around them. And I love the idea of the, the quote, the Buddhist quote about candles, where one candle can literally light a thousand other candles and bring so much light to the world without ever one iota of diminished uh, experience is happened is happens for that original candle so mm -hmm. this candle can spread happiness spread joy spread knowledge with with literally no cost to itself happiness mm -hmm. is the the freest thing to spread and mm -hmm. so when we're when we're setting up ourselves that image of a candle lighting another candle really has a lot of power for me and we want to spread that light in the world the light we have in our hearts for the work that you're doing um we want to show up in the world and make sure that we're giving you every opportunity that we can to explore those mm -hmm. those, ex those those curiosities right definitely um and we have uh and we love to recognize people who are doing those amazing things so um as you listen to this next part if someone comes to mind that you would like to nominate for this next thing um please send that info our way why don't you tell us a little bit about spotlight awards i sure can thanks for that setup you got and it the spotlight award is i think it's very simple Amazing people, elemental music and movement teachers are out in communities just being rock stars, just daily showing up, doing their best, creating mm -hmm. and facilitating music and movement opportunities for their students and the learners around them. 
And they're doing it in sort of relative obscurity, which we all know and feel as music and movement teachers. Crystal is one, I'm one. The entire board is made up of people who are music and movement teachers. Mm-hmm. And we know what it's like to, to make that sort of slog of obscurity. Like, you know you're there doing high-quality things, and, and it sort of sometimes starts to feel like you're being taken advantage of or being taken for granted. And what the Spotlight Awards uh, designed to do is to say, hey, here's the spotlight right on you. You're doing amazing work. You're a rock star. And here are the reasons why. And we want you to know that we see you, we value you, and we are supporting you and we're rooting for you. And we want to tell the people around you, you better turn your head because there's amazing stuff happening down the hall and you're missing it. Or mm-hmm. maybe you are noticing it, but you're not valuing it enough to really see the impact that it's having in your community, in your learn, in your school, and with the people over the course of several generations. A teacher that's there for 25 years or 30 years can affect generations like of kids, and they change the shape of the the entire landscape of humanity around that school, mm-hmm. and it ripples through time and space. So I get really excited about the Spotlight Award because it has tremendous impact to just turn someone's head up from the work they're doing and being like, people notice me. Mm-hmm. So that's the idea. You get, And to turn well, the heads of the administrators to say, yeah. you should notice this person because what they're yeah. doing is not average. It is fantastic. And you should acknowledge yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, they're hitting, they're stepping up to the plate and hitting home run after home run after home mm-hmm. run. And, uh, and people just need to stop and take a look and value that. So right. what happens is we put a post on the blog about you uh, when you're a Spotlight Award winner. We send, send communications to the administrators in your, in your school and write about what you're doing. We, we find your colleagues and connect with your colleagues. And they share quotes about why you have a meaningful impact in the world around you. And um, I envision, oh, we've sent before gifts and certificates. uh, And uh, in the future, I think we might be considering perhaps uh, giving a bit of a a stipend of some kind that just says here buy your get yourself something pretty for your classroom. (laughs) Because you're awesome. Right. That's right. Yeah. uh, And then we might also uh, in the future include our Spotlight Award winners in the podcast so we can hear their voice and talk to them one-on-one about just why they're amazing and let them share some of their story with our community. Absolutely. I love that. Um, So we've got our Beacon Scholarships and our Spotlight Awards. And then we also have the next little bit of light, Spark Spark Grants. Grants. And Spark Grants are a beautiful way of saying here, here's a couple of bucks to do an amazing thing with your kids that you don't have to get out your own credit card for at Home Depot or, or AC Moore. And what it is, is my budget has been submitted since last October, and I got 19 cents for my budget, and I spent <laughs> it. After seven years, I'm going to buy an egg shaker. I mean, we're, I might be <laughs> dram- dramatizing that, but I also might not be. Uh, so if you have an idea of something that you want to do that's going to really create a splash and spark creativity and innovation in your classroom with your students. The Spark Grant is a way to tell us about your project. I think they're, we're running them twice a year. So we have a mm-hmm. fall Spark Grant and a spring Spark spring. Grant. Yep. And you apply 
and you tell us how much money you want up to a certain number and what your project is, how you're going to use it and what you expect it to accomplish. And then our panel uh, blindly selects the, the Spark grants that they're going to fund. And then either we buy the stuff for you and have it sent to you or we send you the money and you spend it locally. And we've, we've paid for things like adaptive recorders for students who are working with, um, with limb differences and, uh, and, and hand differences that, that they needed a, a special recorder, which that was one of the ones that I really loved. And there were a set of hand drums. There was a hand drumming experience that they were doing that they needed hand drums. Uh, Someone created a shadow screen so that they could do shadow puppets and shadow uh, movements to, to facilitate um, creative movement with kids who are having some, sometimes a shadow screen can help students become less self-conscious about moving. Mm -hmm. And so that was one. There's been so many. Uh, I'm thinking yeah. once there was someone that wanted, a, wanted money for a PhD uh, study so they wanted to buy they wanted to use this uh, money to create a, like a survey monkey uh, subscription so they could survey people and collect responses anonymously there were just so many different ways that the spark grant has been a hinge pin in success that wouldn't have been able to find purchase without our support so mm -hmm. the spark grants are really really um effective and a really laser precise way for us to get uh, to get funding again lifting a cost barrier so that opportunities can can take shape can can bloom that's right yeah and um and so we're a volunteer organization and uh, we rely on donations to keep the keep the, the things going there's no cost to you to be a part of any of these things that we're talking about um so those are those are the the bits of light that we've sent out and then we also have a couple other things going on um we have a book study that is yeah. in the works yeah the book study or that's is not in the works it's active the book study's been happening i think think for the better part of 2021 yep and it uh it's run by two members of our board and uh, headed up by one of the members of our board and the idea of the book study is let's delve into the resources that are in print together weekly an hour to 90 minutes and they talk about uh, and solve problems that they're having in their classrooms in relationship to these texts and then in community they're talking about how they can take these ideas and grow individually and as a group. They've studied, the very first book they studied was Elementaria by Kate Mon, uh, mm -hmm. Kate Mon. If you haven't read that book, uh, I highly recommend that as a beginning place. And they talked about it with, uh, for several weeks and then they moved on to um, Zaretta, Hammond, the mm -hmm. book by Zaretta Hammond. I can't remember it, but it was the the idea is um, race, racial, uh, racial context in the classroom, and how that is is affecting learners in our classrooms, and how we can be aware and responsive to it. And they 
uh, oh, I remember they studied the playful classroom oh, that's right. uh, a, a yes. way back. And the authors actually came to the book study and talked about that. So, uh, and the, the beautiful thing, the beautiful thing about the book study is everybody brings their fabulous ideas for how they're applying it in their classroom and shares it with each other. So um, it's almost like a, a chapter share, but it's it's nationwide. So you get to connect with all of these amazing educators, and I've benefited from so many of those ideas that have come out of the book club. Yeah, international. Mm-hmm. There's several people oh, internationally yeah. who are attending, um, getting up in the middle of the night from places in, I believe, As- Africa and Europe, um, participating. So that's pretty powerful, too. In the latest one, they're yeah. studying uh, Elemental Composition by Rick Layton and Paul Kribari. Mm-hmm. And there's been different, each each week there's different compositions that they're bringing, for instance, like a pentatonic composition or a hexatonic composition, modal mm-hmm. compositions. And they're sharing these and talking about them in, in terms of the context of what's presented in the book at, mm-hmm. in the different chapters for each week. So those compositions have actually been really fun. And I think Crystal and I have both have our eyes on a couple of them for upcoming uh opportunities in our classroom as far as lesson planning. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Some of those, they've just been brilliant. And I, I always love to kind of get a, a peek under the lid of what's in another elemental music and mov- movement teacher's brain. It's like, oh, that's amazing. And it never would have come out of me. Um, but we're all richer for having shared with each other. Um, and yep. then the one coming up is uh, Creative Dance. Yeah, right? uh, Anne Green Gilbert's book. A lot of and a lot of people who have taken Orff Schulwerk levels have experienced this book, sort of in glan- like in glancing experiences, not not really taking it in intentionally. With this book being the center, it's sort mm-hmm. of a auxiliary resource that they can go to through their movement learning experiences in the levels courses. And I think it's gonna. I'm actually excited to participate in that book club because I really want to get into that book and start to really just re-cement the way that I do movement in my classroom through the lens of Angry Gilbert because she's brilliant. Uh-huh. Um, so again, the book yep. the book study is a, a free. You always yeah. need to show up. Um, uh-huh. And it costs nothing. And get the book. You have <laughs> yeah, to get yeah. the book. Yeah. And I think we're giving away <laughs> a copy of the book. There's a, there's a, uh, there was a, at conference people could, at the AOSA conference, people could sign up and, uh, so there's a giveaway. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to get involved with that giveaway or get your note, get your name added to the list of people who want the email about the book study, um, drop us a line at info mm-hmm. at asim.org mm-hmm. and uh, we'll make sure that we, we, we get that information to you. So the last thing um, that I want to talk about are the resources on the blog. So at www.asim.org, you can find tons of lessons and tons of past Spotlight Award winner stories, articles about Beacon Scholarships and uh, Elemental Adventures. And there's so many things that are on there. It's a really great treasure trove, free and open source for you to go and grab a lesson about rain or participate, you know, see body percussion lessons from Cindy Giebler. There's so much on there that's just, when I go through it, I'm like, I could go just to that one resource and I could plan lessons for a month. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wouldn't be tired and it would be really, uh, it would be, it would spark a lot of creativity. So the resources (laughs) on there are really powerful. And one of our new resources that we're just kind of crafting in the moment, Crystal and I are working right now on this podcast. So Mm -hmm. that's our latest way of connecting and creating a, a community of people who are excited about possibilities and just sort of swimming in in 
in the experience that we are in right now, which is talking about it and engaging and wondering what's possible. So curiosity is really driving the bus for us. What could we do if we, if we, if we answer the next question of what if? Yep. How can we follow that through? Um, and so to just recap, these are all of the things that we are currently doing and that are um, developing for how we can empower music and movement uh, practitioners all over the world. We want to offer professional learning opportunities, and we will be coming up with some courses in the very near future to offer, uh, maintaining our publishing platforms. So um, there's a lot of already, as Drew said, and if you have something burning inside of you that you want to share with the wider world, we would so love to be a conduit for that. Um, so just reach out to us again, info at asum.org. Um, and we want to recognize excellence that's already happening. <laughs> Drew's dogs want go. to say hello. <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> And then we also want to um, to fund uh, various endeavors that expand elemental music and movement around the world. And we've picked the people we've picked because we are those people and we understand exactly what you're going through. And we understand on a very personal level the impact that you have. Um, and so... Uh, the reason we all got into this is, uh, is we really believe in the power of doing things together and in feeding that dream. Um, so I love Dolly Parton and I'm Me going too. to, <laughs> I can't, I can't, as my love for Dolly Parton is unreasonable. She would be invited to a dinner if I was supposed to like, you know, those like, if, if you can invite 10 celebrities to a dinner mm -hmm. alive or dead, uh -huh. I would like Dolly Parton would totally, totally be there. She'd make the list. Absolutely. absolutely. She'd be absolutely. on my right hand side. I would want to talk to her all night. And so um. uh, I have two, <laughs> I have two Dolly quotes um, oh, that I, I that I pulled out. <laughs> okay, good. So, Can't wait to hear uh, so here's our little inspiration for the week. If you don't like the road you're walking, start paving another one. And, uh, and so all of these projects came out of us feeling like we needed more community and like the way we were studying and going through our own careers was not enough and we needed to find more people. And so this is us holding out our hand saying, join us. Um, and then the second quote is, you can wish your life away, but if you're going to dream, you're going to have to get out. And like I always say, you have to put some wings on them dreams and some mm. feet and some fingers and some hands. They got to get into some stuff. You can't just sit around and think of all the things you want to do. You've got to think of what you want to do and then you've got to get out and make that happen. So if you have a dream swimming around in your head and you need some help, you need some extra hands and feet and some extra funds, we've got them and we're ready to hold them out to you and invite you along. Thank you so much for sharing those quotes, Crystal, and for the context that you gave for them. Um, yeah, I really, I really look at the idea of putting wings on dreams as one of the greatest challenges that I have to face as a teacher of, mm -hmm. of any age. And just the image of wings on dreams is, um, is really powerful for me. So thank you. You're welcome. Uh, wishing you all a wonderful week and may you have a dream that begins to take flight. Yeah. All right. Be well, everyone. Be well and see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast for the American Center for Elemental Music and Movement. We envision a global society where all have access to the
transformative possibilities of elemental music and movement. ASEM exists to connect, support, and amplify the power of elemental music and movement teachers by providing resources and opportunities to educators, organizations, and communities. Find some of those resources and connect with us online at acemm.org. Find us on Facebook under ASEM or find us on Instagram at acemm underscore us. And special thanks to our wonderful friends at Teaching with Orf for the many ways they support us as artists, as teachers, and as humans.